0: I once had a dog called Betty, and she was my voice and my familiar, for by day I am a healer. Perhaps most importantly, she was my hearing dog. People ask her if I took sugar. Betty was fond of sweet things, so she almost always said yes. This is not my voice you are hearing, it's that of my very dear friend, who has stepped in to read this for me. It's not my voice because I cannot hear mine, it's volume, inflection, pitch and so on. But I know how important voice is. On the first day of a creative writing MA at a well-known London university, the course director proclaimed that by the end of the first year, we would all find that most elusive of attributes, our writer's voice, if we were any good, that is, he added darkly. He explained how the quality and individuality of that voice could make or break us as writers. So I know how important voice is. But how can we define it? How important is it that you hear my voice reading this and not someone else's? Wherein lies its power? In the sense and argument, the beauty and meaning of the words themselves, the connections they forge between people of different cultures, religions and continents, the projection of our inner soul. It is, I believe, a combination of all these and more. I now have a piece of metal, a cochlear implant inserted deep inside my skull that does the work of my diseased inner ear. Some hearing is restored, voices now resonate Dalek-like inside my head. I can hear bird song, traffic, even music which I was told might take years to become audible and for some unlucky people might never do so. In the beginning though, I didn't wear the implant. It triggered headaches, I told people. And it did and does. But also, through my return to the clamour of the modern world, I came to appreciate the erstwhile silence. I came to appreciate just how many of my true achievements occurred when I couldn't hear at all. Curse it though I did, my deafness, endured against the fears of several other chronic health conditions, sparked a creativity inside me. The writer's voice, the spiritual voice, the attention to the contemplative moment that I haven't experienced either before or since. Would I have become a poet if I could hear, written my first novel, started my second? Would I have left a lucrative career to retrain as a healer? The science of the implant is, of course, nothing short of a miracle, and I'm eternally grateful for it and for the enormous achievements of all those who made it possible. And who strive for its continued excellence but if you cannot hear you must learn to endure and then like your own company to become everything to yourself that others can't you must learn to carry your own dreams in truth we all have a voice even if we can't hear it everybody loved betty even those people who professed to dislike or even to be afraid of dogs sadly She eventually developed a health condition that meant she could no longer work as an assistance dog and she was rehomed as a fallen angel with a new family as a pet. These days, four years on from the operation and three years from the loss of the dog, I'm back in the world and I wear the implant most of the time, but sometimes I long for Betty and the silence.